Dave, so have you enjoyed your summer so far? <laughs> it's been a wonderful time. Uh, the, the, it's a blurry line between uh, the end of school and the start of summer, and it it, uh, it, it didn't feel so much t- to me like it had sort of this definitive start because it was uh, the the classes had. Uh, you might have a different experience, but my classes in June uh, f- were just so radically different, and uh, mm-hmm. there wasn't we. There's there's the climax moment of uh, of graduation, and and I mean we did do a grad at our school, uh, and it was but it was very different, right? And so it just not having that same sort of ceremony experience. It wasn't like sort of the the, the starting gun uh, off the blocks uh, to begin summer. But uh, hey, I've had a I've had a wonderful summer with my family. How about you? Yeah, it's been good. And on top of that, like. I think about the episode that we premiered earlier and thinking about that actually in the high school, there was like a lot of loss, like a loss of graduation, a loss of a student. Um, So it was a very, very um, peculiar way to end the year. So I think a a restful summer must have been quite important. Did you have like in your, uh, was your end point, like did you have a definitive time when you said goodbye to your students? Yeah, I did actually, you know, I think that's it really well. Yeah, that's huge. For, for us, it like I mean, I, I we we got to wrap it up, but stuff like it felt like we were doing five different wrap ups and saying, like, and then you'd see people again or you'd be online interact. Like it, it just was a, it was a very fragged, uh, fragged is that a word? Uh, fragmented, fragmented. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need more coffee. Um, it was very very fragmented conclusion. Yeah, I, 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 we actually, yeah, I, I don't mean to like say like, wow, that was really horrible. No, it was yeah. great. But to share kind of what we did, like we, I had about eight students return to school in June, I believe. And then on one day, it was probably the Monday, like the second last day of the, the calendar school year, you know, like what's scheduled for the school year. And I had uh, an in-person gathering and most students came for like a very, a distanced gathering and each of them had their own supplies to play a game and we played this game of class trivia and i handed out awards like my my class had won a lot of like athletic awards and some other things so we handed those out and yeah it was just after having been online and being just so in such a jarring situation like to be at home and and somewhat like quasi connected it's not like you always say like oh you're online you're connected but it's just such a I don't know, quasi way of, of thinking about it, that to, to have that last bit of connection um, at the end was, was really important. So yeah, I, I would lament with you and other teachers that were not able to really have that final goodbye. And then thinking through uh, a summer, which I cannot complain, it's been, it's been very restful and, and lots of good family time and uh, just uh, refreshing uh, myself, right, and getting longer reads in that kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like thinking through, like there's a difference between uh, the uh, the fragged. There's my new word. Uh, I think I was trying to say ragged, ragged, and fragmented, and I've mashed it together. Uh, between that conclusion and then thinking through, it's like we're going to be starting something. 
in this very bizarre time. And mm. so I like, what does it, what will it mean for us to commence, uh, you know, a, a, a teaching and learning journey with a, with a group of students when we're yeah. in a global pandemic? Like that's that I think uh, I've not lived with a, with a, with a, anywhere near a deep sense of dread. Uh, but that huh. is, that is looming right all summer long. It's like, what the heck is September going to feel like? Yeah. What and, am I going to even do? We like from that perspective, I'm sure someone from a health and safety perspective might have a different opinion. But when I think about like connection and seeing people like in our context in British Columbia, we actually are quite lucky that we are able to meet in person in September for however long that will be. Some people are predicting that we'll only be able to be in person for a, a certain amount of time. But I I do, I also like equally lament with that, that mm. inability to say goodbye, that inability to greet students for all the teachers that are meeting online for the first time uh, or, or starting the school year online. Like there is, there is a, a relational component that is just yeah. uh, a bit fragged, you could say fragmented. <laughs> I know the title of this episode, uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, absolutely. And I know we have listeners that are in, in lots of different contexts, you know, like, uh, within Canada, some in the U S and, uh, I think our numbers still say there's some people overseas that are doing this, uh, listening in, but, um, just, just the, the great unknown and, uh, needing, needing flexibility. And then also, um, this is, this is a moment, Riley, I think for, for, for deep trust. Right, trust in yeah. Um, well, let's start at the top, right? Trust in a faithful God, and uh, who providentially is orchestrating things and is still on the throne, or, or whatever we want to say about that. And then trust in, uh, I mean, our our training and our profession and uh, the the context that we're in. Uh, trust of each other, right? Like, there's there's so many. I, I, this feels like a a, a trust moment. I'm glad you brought that up. I, uh, I I have already started to think, especially in our BC context, because we are the the approach is different. It's the it is not focused on physical distancing or mask wearing, although there is some of that involved. It's more about limiting interactions with um, groups of students. So, for instance, my group of students is allowed to interact with each other, but really only with them and one other group for for people that aren't in the BC context. And um, I, as a teacher, like if, if physical distancing is not the utmost concern in this approach, I actually need to trust them and their families that like we're kind of bubbling together in, in this. So yeah, for sure. Like there is really this trust of, of these students and family and it kind of, it's kind of funny how like. I think about how like the early church really thought of each other as family. This is the closest I think that our, our classroom, at least in my context, will be to being my family because of because of the trust that's required in that, just in the health and safety context. But I yeah. also think, Dave, that that you talked about trusting a faithful God. I think in my context, prayer um, will be um, reimagined to some extent because all of a sudden, 
and and not to say that there's anything wrong or anything discounted about the emotions that a middle school student goes through when their pet rabbit is sick or dying but all of a sudden the the, the necessity of prayer requests i think becomes different do you know what i mean like yeah. I, and maybe i need to elaborate here but anyone who teaches middle school in a christian school and like very classic like christian young person gathering like does anybody have any prayer requests and sometimes it's it's interesting the inventive like something <laughs> that you would never yeah. hear in like a church life group like my pet rabbit died or i had like <laughs> i was gonna say i have the sniffles or now actually i have the sniffles is is like oh my goodness yeah we need to take care of you but existential all of a threat and there's no laying on yeah. of hands <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I'm trying to think like before, like we would pray for things like the Australian wildfires, but that was always in Australia, or we would be praying for things like like major world things, but they were happening in other countries. And now all of a sudden, we have a global issue, a global pandemic that that is affecting people in Canada, that's affecting students and people that my students know. So all of a sudden, like the requests and like the immediacy of, mm, of immediate, trusting yeah, God is is so close to home. And I, I think this is, will also be quite the opportunity for us and for Christian educators to, to really be cognizant, to be aware of, of the fact that we, we don't want to well, I'll get political, right, for a second here, like either explicitly or implicitly uh, create this binary or divide between sort of uh, faith and God will look after things and will pray versus um, public health orders and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, scientific inquiry and, and um, sort of the best medical minds uh, and advisories and these types of things. It's very easy for us to to sort of pit those against one another and mm -hmm. uh, that, that actually – um, like I, I'm thinking sort of biblical framework, what, how, how might we think and act Christianly about this and the idea of back to trust, but also the idea of loving our neighbor, who is our neighbor. I think that that ongoing perennial Christian Jesus question of loving our neighbor has, has real implication for us now. And it's not, like you say, it's not... It's not something far away. It's and, it's, in our, it's here. And what you've said is what is so funny. Like it's kind of like, mm, I, like I I resonate with that to use the the resonate word, but that's not the it, not to discount what you said. But it's not like utterly profound. Like that's a Christian mm -hmm. thought that has existed for <clears throat> such a long amount of time, and yet we recognize like, oh yeah, like maybe God can work through the wearing of masks or X, Y, or Z, so something along those lines, which is funny. Yeah. Like here, this is, this is like ankle level, maybe below ankle level, yeah. because sometimes we're trying to talk about, well, how does my faith influence what I do when I teach? This is even simpler. This is what, how does my faith interact with what I do when I just am, am living my life? So yeah, uh, and yeah on, I think there's something there. On, on one level, it is incredibly basic, like what I, what you you said is sort of like, isn't that totally obvious? Like, of course, and yet we are in a a pressure cooker time when there are other forces and there are other um, pressures, right? Maybe that's a better word. There, there's there's other pressures that would you could have a theology. Let me put it this way: that that would say wearing a mask or being incredibly attentive to a bubble and respecting that 
uh, is not trusting God enough, right? <laughs> or something like, yeah. and that, like, I just, I, uh, that to me is, is something that I've been thinking about is we are, uh, just as in my social studies class, I would not expect or demand or even operate in, in the sense that everybody, every student and all of us are on the same place politically, uh, on a political spectrum, for example, right? And, and, and trying to teach that in social studies. I mean, there's an element of, of there's a spectrum within Christian thinking and thought and action, and not everybody's going to be on the same page. And what does it mean to be sort of hospitable to one another and, yeah. and exist within the same space, quite literally existing within the same bubbles uh, when aspects of of our quote unquote Christian worldview uh, might actually be um, opposed to one another like that that's very yeah. real you know but and then to combat the other extreme when I think about students that will be terrified to come to school absolutely and 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 combating that fear because of course we're 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 not supposed to be afraid so um, like making sure that that is is a non-issue also um that yeah i'm trying i'm trying to think like that's something that i find that i may equally run into yeah no there's gonna there's gonna be pitfalls all over the place Mm -hmm. and yeah it it will be interesting riley to go to to come back and listen to this episode you know like in Uh, december or something and be like what what were we talking about but it is there's an element of heading out into the unknown and uh, we're talking in late august here and uh, yeah, the year's going to unfold, and it's going to be what it's going to be, and and God is with us. Totally. And you know what? Like, to think more about um, what we've been doing in summer school this year yeah. and listening to Mona and Lynette, two students that graduated during during our global pandemic. They right. were not – they didn't have a live um, in-person audience for their graduation. It was like um, – videoed and all that jazz very different uh and yet students are still being formed and 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 i like what you said earlier kind of like there's that like how we treat masks and other things also influence how we are formed but our students won't stop being formed because we're teaching in a pandemic so to listen to to listen to those episodes has been um like for me some of the most meaningful episodes that we've had those alumni episodes are so not not necessarily because they have like taught like given me a brand new way to teach but to think like hey this is day one out of the door like into the afterlife this yeah. is what you've left with that inf- that that totally um influences my practice like i i start to think about like okay this is what you're leaving with like you have completed uh, yeah. this project and this is what you got so and there's an there's an element i, I found this as i've listened to them i'm not going to name any names uh, i'll just say some of our alumni and there's been certain things that have been said you know into the microphones on this podcast uh out of the mouth of uh alumni and i'm like really like that that's what you took away from the, this experience mm-hmm. and but no 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 that that is what they took away and that is and so th- i think that is something you and i were were talking about this earlier uh it, i think it's it's very important that we we hear as representative as we can a sort of a cross section of this is actually what is being uh, taken away from from Christian education formation, right? And it it does it doesn't fully align necessarily uh, with 
uh, our best intentions. And uh, totally. we, we need to hear it. Yeah, that's it's firsthand evidence. And I was thinking about the the moments when your eyebrows raise a little bit when you're listening to um, people who have just graduated high school and whether that's something um, theological or political or whatever that they've said that makes maybe makes your eyebrows raise. And I was thinking about those things when I was editing and putting the episodes together and really like coming to a piece of like, yeah, there's no point like like, let's think about it. If I really wanted to, I could cut those bits out and I could have these cookie cutter, wonderful Christian students that have graduated and you hear all the the nice things that they've said. Not to say that these other things aren't nice, but when you raise an eyebrow and wonder, okay, is that what you really left with? It's so important that we we keep like in an uncensored, Yeah, I think we honor way. that. Yeah. We honor it and we listen because that's like, that's the only way we're going to learn. Not in the sense that we're going to say, oh, now we've we've learned from this mistake. <clears throat> that's that's not the point. Yeah. But seeing Christian education as a holistic being and and the, the, the vast spectrum of students that we work with and that leave... Um, yeah, just continue to influence our practice and influence us as human beings. And I know that this is um, this episode's going to air before our uh, David Smith interview, but mm-hmm. I, I so this is a little little teaser preview for our listeners. I was so struck with when we talked to David Smith uh, for for an upcoming interview. When he talked about, he's a language teacher, and he talked about we even our vocabulary of we speak English or we speak German, uh, and we don't often think in framings of listening to English or listening to German. And the idea of listening as a as a as uh, honoring what we're hearing, and it just that really struck me as we're we're sitting here with microphones shoved in our faces, and, <laughs> and we speak. The whole podcast is us speaking, and uh, there, there's. Um, there's an element, I love what you said about just sort of the the unfiltered, unedited, uh, let let it run, that we, you know, we include that. And we're, totally. we're going to push that out. And um, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I find it so convicting sometimes. <laughs> like the hero, hero Israel is like, oh my goodness, yeah. Like Riley, like not the best at listening, much prefer talking, has like, in, is looking to bolster more public speaking and stuff like that. And then reading, uh, reading some Thomas Merton about yeah. kind of like, <clears throat> like, like talking about how if there's anything that he wrote that someone heard it was by total accident <laughs> or something along <laughs> yeah. those lines. And yeah. in Thessalonians saying like, it's better to live a quiet life. Yeah. So, but here we are, I don't know, like this, this is our passion project, right? So we're learning, we're gleaning and uh, hopefully share, sharing along the way. I have a, um, one of my, one of my Twitter friends uh, who I follow, I, was, I happened to read his little Twitter bio the other day and all it says is not a podcast host. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, that's us. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but no, it, yeah, I love what you said, passion project. And, uh, we're, we basically, you know, this, this ongoing, reflection of our practice and our context and all of that i i'm thinking back to the sort of the unedited stuff and and the eyebrow raising you know like probably think about it if there if there if we had recordings of our lessons and the response just the unfiltered responses that students say at any given day in a classroom uh there's a lot of cringe moments like it's the whole point is Mm -hmm. um like like out with it let's hear it and let's 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 hash out these ideas and that's part of formation right totally 
Yeah. And I, well, I don't know. I think about my high school experience at the school that I, I work at now. And I think about how mm. different I am now than when I was in grade 12 on the the chapel team, like the alumni that we were re- recently interviewing. So. Absolutely. And we become, you know, I think there's a graciousness for, for being teacher and then like being in touch with alumni and stuff like that years later. <clears throat> One of the things this summer is uh, spending a bit of time uh, with my family and uh, chatting with my parents, right? And some of them, you know, haven't laughed memories of, of summers past and childhood and, and growing up, stuff like that. And it's like, they are uh, some of the few people, I mean, they've seen me my whole life. And so it's like, yeah, there are cringe moments. And it's like, man, I could, like I was saying that, or this is what I was doing then. And uh, it's almost like the the role of the, the teacher, the role of the educator is to, we've said this on this podcast before that students are not fully formed uh, when, when you encounter them as a grade six student, or when I see them in high school, right? Like they're uh, it's a, it's about a trajectory and them becoming something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could you imagine? I look at these students, like, <clears throat> such ignorant little twelve-year-olds, oh, not know. fully formed yet. How dare yeah. you? Let's talk about words. Let's try and make sure that we have our new intro ready for new season that's going to start in September. Words. Want to talk about words? Here, how about, about I post words. something in the <clears throat> chat? Here, this is what we awesome. got. This is our latest draft with some uh, verbs at the end. You, uh, welcome to not many of you should become teachers. You might call us extreme moderates. We're skeptics who try not to be cynics, who desire to see Christian educators blank in their vocation. And we got grow, develop, realize, explore, make discoveries, dive deeper and flourish. What's your, what's your hot take here? Ah, yeah. And this is, this is it. I'm, unfiltered unedited um yeah you know like the the diving deeper could work Mm. for me i love you know what i Mm. my my default of course is going to be flourish which is which is a rich word um Mm. has lots of lots of uh elements i would choose that over just grow like a generic Mm. grow Mm -hmm. um yeah, develop could work, but this, I, I mean, the, the dive deeper kind of, this is just like hot take moment as I'm reading it, uh, afresh here, Riley is might fit sort of the, um, what's the, the term, the idiom, the vernacular of how we're speaking, extreme moderate skeptics who try not to be cynics. And yeah. we desire to see Christian edu- educators dive deeper, dive deeper. Their, dive deeper in their vocation, deep yeah. dive, <laughs> you know, I love um, it. <clears throat> Anyway, that's that's me, but uh, and that's that's me looking at these words anew. Yeah, actually, you know what? Thanks for pointing that out because I I had not, um, I, I had not thought about the tone of it at all. And and actually, mm. you know what? When I look at those, like dive deeper and make discoveries are the ones that that kind of match the tone. Because you're right, grow, develop, realize they are just kind of, um, they're they're. I don't know. They're vanilla words, and flourish they, is yeah. is a little too much, maybe. So it might it might be a hint too much. I mean, that's that's my default. Like I tend to go there, but I know that it's like, yeah. And then the yeah, the grow, develop, realize can kind of feel a little like boilerplate vanilla, as you say. Um, it, uh, yeah. I don't know because like think like when you you dive deep, you do a deep dive. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think that, and I think that's what we're doing too. Like, yeah. 
we're, we're looking at what we're doing. It's like, well, I don't know. What does that really mean? Let's talk about that. So we dive a little deeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, as long, I was going to say as long as we don't, but now it's like, did you, this is like Christian music, you know, 101 from the early 2000s. Stephen Curtis Chapman had that song about diving deep or whatever. So oh yeah your time oh, no i think i know that one i need <laughs> yeah. to look this up actually see. i think it's called dive yeah dive so that yeah you know, new soundtrack <laughs> dive oh I my goodness yeah that was when i was i think i was uh i was middle school high school when <laughs> i think it's called dive yeah yeah it is. In. I'm, I'm reading the lyrics and i'm i can like Oh my goodness. See, Dave, this is one of the reasons why I love this. We can just have these moments. Steven, we'll call them Stephen Curtis Chapman moments. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a threat. And you know, people listening in, uh, there's a, a whole cohort gonna know what we're talking about. Sink or swim, I'm diving in. My goodness. Uh, I did, I did, <laughs> no, did that I, just did that just ruin the intro for me? <laughs> For me or for you? <laughs> no, for, for yeah, for, for everybody. I don't know. It's a little Stephen Curtis Chapman. No, that's great. Thank you for bringing that up. That's awesome. There All right. Is, well, yeah. <laughs> it looks like we have a new intro. You might call us extreme moderates. We're skeptics who try not to be cynics, who desire to see Christian educators dive deeper in their vocation. That sounds Boom. good to me. I like that. I'm in. Thanks to everyone who's been listening to our summer school uh, season here. It's been a real pleasure to record and listen and learn and uh, do everything that this podcast is about. So thank you again. And if you're looking for more, uh, make sure you go to notmanyofyou.com. Give us a good rating on the podcast of your choice if you have the time and hit subscribe for more episodes. So uh, we hope you're all doing well, whether you're teaching online or in person uh, and looking forward to a new school start in September. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you.